Today I offer you something from my heart to yours. This is a gift of a poem I composed. It's a gift to the mothers out there who perhaps are looking up and thinking, why am I here? Or looking down and wondering, where is help going to come from? I'm feeling so low. Perhaps you're thinking that there is no way out. I want to let you know that it will all work out. I am Dr. Denis. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And I'm starting today's show with a special message that is a poem I wrote just for you. Sometimes it feels like the sky is falling and no one hears you when you're calling. Sometimes it seems too much to bear and your heart aches with mounting fear. Through the anguish, regret and pain, you may not hear when someone calls your name. Through moments of freeze, fight and flight, you wish and hope that someone sees your plight. Maybe this is what life as a mother means, where the struggle continues without end, it seems. Maybe there is a way to understand what this is about, where you finally feel that it will all work out. I felt inspired to write this poem for mothers because I know that in my encounter with mothers in my different roles as a coach, as a doctor, as a mentor, as a relative, as a friend, and even in my own experience as a mother, there are moments when it feels like it's too much. We're carrying too much. We are juggling so much. We've got so much on our plate and things don't seem to be putting themselves together. Everything seems to be falling apart. A time comes when we feel that level of immense physical, mental, emotional drain, and sometimes even spiritual drain that we do not find the means within us to reach for help. Not as though we do not want to reach for help, but we don't even have the capacity to think of help being a possibility. That is a moment where we need each other because someone would see another struggling and will be able to come and offer the help. That is exactly what some people did for me. And that's exactly what I do for others as well. Sometimes people think that because you come out here and you share, you give, that everything is fine. Don't live under the impression that everything is fine with everyone. There is a saying where I come from. All lizards are crawling on the tummy. You do not know the one that has got tummy ache. Everybody has an issue they are dealing with. And they don't necessarily have to come and say, hey, this is where I am. Some people have got that level of expressing what they are going through on a public platform. 
And some people are a lot more private. Some people, they will speak from their experiences, but they do not want to bleed out on everyone. So they do not give every single dirty, stinky, filthy detail because they think, and rightly so, why do I want to give all that detail? Who is it going to help? In certain other conditions, you will have some people who will hear that horrible, painful story that seems all too filthy to be in the public eye, and they will resonate with it. They will relate with it, and they will say, oh my goodness, did you go through that hell? I'm going through that right now, and I need you. Or they would say, did you go through that hell? I went through it. Let's support each other. Or I know someone who is going through that. Please, what do you know about this situation that we can use in this situation that person's finding himself or herself? That's the reason why we need each other. Because your experience, your challenges, your failures, your shortcomings, and those misfortunes that have occurred that don't seem to have any good in it. You look at it and you're like, why did I even go through that? Why did I have to suffer that much? While at that point, we are looking at that bad experience, that horrible experience and thinking, why did I go through that? I want to let you know that the skills that you acquired the resources or the resourcefulness that you were able to get in that moment of pain, anguish, and failure, or even misfortune, those are the gems that you're going to use to excel. And even if you're not seeing where you are directly using those gems, you're going to be able to transfer those skills onto people who can use it. You can teach people either by words or by action. Some time ago, I was watching a movie. And you know how you watch a movie and you kind of, you know, you are the, you are the spectator, but you're also the director of the movie. And so at a point you start to say, no, 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 don't go there. Don't go there. That's how I watched movies when I was growing up. And it was fun because... We, we knew what was happening. We knew the storyline. We knew who the bad guy was. And we would tell the good guy not to go to where the bad guy is. They're going to kill you. They're planning to hurt you. And of course, it's television. They can't hear us from our side of the screen. And there were certain times when I would watch a particular scene where somebody did something that wasn't nice to another. And rather than the person who was hurt, to voice out saying things like, I was really hurt by what this person did and maybe warn another person about it or you know, divulge that information that would have made them maybe feel better or prevent a misunderstanding. They kept quiet for a very long time. I did not understand. For a very long time, I used to, speak to the television character. Why don't you open your mouth and say, this is what is happening and let the person understand you or the situation better. And I used to say things like that, but I did not understand. 
until I found myself in a situation where something happened and I thought, look, I'm going to say it so that people will understand. And so I opened my mouth and I spoke so that people will understand. At the end of the day, it made matters worse. Now, this is not going to be a message to say, keep quiet and let evil or nastiness or terrible things continue to reign. No, absolutely not. This is direct opposite. This is a moment for you to be intentional about your communication. And the communication can be saying what you need to say, listening to what you need to listen to, non-verbally expressing what needs to be expressed. The moment I learned that lesson, I said, well, the time to have said that wasn't there. It hadn't reached. It hadn't arrived. And so it looked as though that was the wrong thing. It was like, oh, why did you say that? And I started to beat myself up thinking, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I shouldn't have, I should have just kept quiet. But then a part of me said, no, you don't keep quiet. You don't, you need to say it. And by virtue of doing that and going through the challenges, and I have to say the challenges that came afterwards were, wow, <laughs> they knocked me off my feet. And when these challenges came, they were hard. They were painful, but they were great. You know why? Because I started to see things differently. I started to see things better and clearer. I started to understand deep thoughts that I never really delved into in the past. I started to see the reason why those characters on television that I used to shout at, say something, did not say those things to clear a so-called misunderstanding because that was not the time. You see, these challenges that we face, these pains that we go through, they are character building. And when you are able to go through quite an amount of challenges, pains, struggles, moments that you wish would never come, they are shaping you and getting you ready for greatness. Have you ever wondered how diamond is found? How it comes to be? I remember when I was in high school, um, I loved chemistry so much. But then there was the first few pages into my chemistry textbook. There were two pictures side by side. I remember one was charcoal, which is something I knew very well. I mean, we used to use charcoal to roast corn and roast plantain and, you know, uh, make suya, which is some form of nice, spicy meat. And for those who perhaps understand what I'm talking about, you know what that means. Oh, gosh, it's amazing. The kind of foods have a barbecue, charcoal. And right next to it 
was a picture of a diamond, beautiful, gorgeous, shining. Oh, my word. What a beauty. And then they told us that these two pictures represented things that were made from carbon. And I said, huh? Carbon? Now, that was my first time of understanding or hearing that diamond was made from carbon. I did not know. I, I knew charcoal was carbon. I knew carbon paper was carbon. But diamond? Carbon? How? That was when they explained further, introduction to chemistry, that under high pressure and temperature changes, the structures were aligned, and that's how diamond was formed. And I thought to myself, wow, mind-blowing. Now, you can just imagine that process that diamond had to get through to get to what it is, is what makes it durable, beautiful, polished, glowing, desirable. But charcoal, it has got its use. We put it together, we put fuel, and we light a fire. And it starts to give off all the necessary things, the heat, the warmth, the fire, and everything to do the barbecue. But that's where it ends. When it's all done, it becomes ash. We sweep it away and we throw in the bin. And that's the end. How long does the charcoal, a lump of charcoal? So if I had my fist and that was the size of a charcoal block and I had the same fist and that was the size of a diamond block, guess which one I'm going to pick? Of course I'm going to pick the diamond. But... If that size of the diamond was not my fist, but half of it or even a tenth of it, guess what I'm going to pick? Not the lump of charcoal that's the same size as my fist, but I will pick that tiny bit of diamond because that's more desirable and it is more valuable. That is the way we need to look at ourselves. When we go through challenges, when we go through difficulties, when we go through hardships, there is a tendency for us to just cave in and just feel, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I cannot make it. I will start to feel very upset and um, broken down. But do you know what? You and I can learn something very special. And do you know what that is? It is that through the pressure and the temperatures, the highs, the lows, things work out to give us that glow. And that's the reason why I wrote this poem for mothers, because sometimes we need that reminder. Because at some point in our lives, we set goals, we write our lists of things we would like to achieve, maybe at the beginning of the year, maybe at the beginning of a quarter, maybe at your birthday. I do that quite a lot when it's my birthday. I, and that is my own new year. I start to make plans of, okay, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm not doing, this is what I'm going to uh, pursue, and this is what I'm going to drop, you know, and make those arrangements. And we make these plans. But life happens. Things happen. Our children are there. We need to care for. We're running our businesses. We're doing work. And all these things happen. And sometimes we get close to the goal, about to achieve it, and we fail. 
or we don't even get started at all because we are just flat out knocked down, really feeling like rubbish. <laughs> we can't make it. Or sometimes it then goes to the point where we start to feel, oh my goodness, this is so hard. I can't even do it. And we give up. My message for you today is pretty much what Martin Luther King Jr. said. If you cannot fly, run. If you cannot run, walk. If you cannot walk, crawl. But whatever you do, keep on moving. You and I can keep on moving. Sometimes it might be the day you're feeling all energetic and you can do lots and loads and really achieve a lot. And there are some days you're under the duvet, you're crying. You're feeling broken, you're fully shattered. Remember that that's not the time to beat yourself up. That's the time for you to ask for help. That's the time for you. If you are seeing someone like that, to reach out to them and help them. Because we all have our days. And the moment you're able to look back and see all the people that have paved the way for you, the people that have wiped your tears for you, the people who have given you a back rub when they knew that you really needed someone to support you, the people who took care of your kids while you felt you could not, the people that told you you're doing a great job when you felt like you were a failure, those are the people that when you are celebrating as a diamond, you will remember. Those are the people that when you are making those headlines and you're making progress and you're successful, you will remember that the little kindness, whether it's a smile, a nod, a word, an act, made everything to work out for you. I hope this message is reaching you. No matter what you might be going through, no matter what you might be experiencing, whether it's great, whether it's super, whether it's something that is distressing, know that there is help out there. Know that you have got so much that is going for you. Because no matter what it is, it will all work out. I am Dr. Duny. Do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to share this and please leave a review. I will put in the show notes this poem, which I want to give as a gift to all the mothers out there. And I look forward to hearing the beautiful news about your progress. And you know what makes stories and news like that so beautiful? Especially when someone has crawled out from the deepest, darkest, filthiest pit and they come out on the other end. It reminds me of the story of a movie, one of my favorites, Shawshank Redemption. The redemption came after going through a lot, a long period of pain, of shame, of filth, of all sorts of injustices. And so it will all work out. Until next time, I ask that you stay well.